Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Ashley Loxton. How are you doing, Ashley, and where are you hanging out right now? Oh, I am doing wonderful. Thank you for inviting me on. It is an honor. Um, I am located in USA, and I am currently in Venice, Florida. And this is uh, this is kind of a new shift for us as we have been traveling all over the states for the past four plus years with uh, with my family of five and in our RV. And uh, we just bought a house last October in Florida. To get off the road fully, but to have a more of a home base in Florida where we've wintered for the past five years. So, um, so we've been hanging tight for a little bit and are here just until April 1st. And then we start our adventures again and are headed down to the Keys for a month of camp hosting down there. Wow. That's quite a change, I can uh-huh. imagine, right? Excellent. We have a, a lot of variety and bouncing around even before what happened in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. So Ashley helps growing families understand their unique strengths and passions so they can pivot from tension and chaos to connection and intention, both at work and at home. She helps individuals know their strengths, triggers, and what keeps them motivated, and then translate that into how to move from communication to true connection with the people they care most about. She and her husband, Nathan, share about intentional living and family on the Mama Says Namaste podcast. What a wonderful and remarkable mission, Ashley. (laughs) Excellent. I love it. Thank you. So let's dive right into it. Okay, so who is your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Oh, I love these questions. And I actually, I sat down and really just thought about how how would I answer this? Um, you know, when I am a, as a relationships coach, you know, where I can help people, whether that's in their homes or beyond, um, I could say my ideal client is anyone, but that's so broad. So my ideal client is really someone who's ready to get real with who they are now and step up with a pen to write that story of who they want to become and, and how they're going to create that story. So my ideal client is really somebody that's ready to, to create who they want to be and not be a victim of circumstance anymore. And oftentimes the biggest challenge that they're facing is they feel struck, stuck or trapped in that life that they're living in and they don't have the bandwidth to even make a change. You know, when you're overwhelmed and maxed out and, um, and living in reaction mode, it's really hard to see how you can get intentional about shifting when you don't have that time anyway. So I, I'd say that's definitely the biggest challenge. Um, but if you're ready and you're, you're ready to write that story, I'm eager to, to help to break it down so that it is manageable. Absolutely. And I love it. So, and, you know, having kind of like, you know, 
a biggest challenge right now in these times kind of like is a very low hanging fruit, you know, just to say the <laughs> right. least, right? <laughs> right. So what are, so what are um, the common mistakes um, people make when trying to solve that problem? Well, some, oftentimes it goes, it's, it's kind of one of those, I actually was explaining this on a hot seat earlier today, that because we have access to this amazing thing called the World Wide Web, we, we tend to think that anything is worldwide status, like we need to go to the biggest and, and the big vision or the, the end goal. And while looking at the big picture is, is great and well and good and something that is important for us to get to, um, when we try to, when we see the big looming thing, it can be so overwhelming, we don't know how to break it down. And so trying to take on everything at once and then doing a complete overhaul, you know, I want my life to be different. So I'm going to now change my whole schedule and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to add these, you know, five things to my boot camp routine and shifting everything. Um, oftentimes in doing that and in creating so many changes at once, it's not sustainable and we end up burning out and giving up or failing at it. Um, so, so really, I think that's the biggest thing. The common mistake is, is, is taking on too much not breaking it down in a manageable enough, a manage, manageable enough step that it's sustainable long term. Hmm. Just finding the right doses of, uh, you know, what's manageable for me is important. Mm -hmm. mm, mm -hmm. I see. For um, sure. So before I ask Ashley, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? So on that big vision idea, in our professional world, we'll give a lot of attention to this. And so we spend time focusing on what our vision, you know, our business mission statement is, our vision statement, and how we're going to have this kind of reflect, you know, the mission, overall mission of the company so that everybody stays on the same page. But how often do we really take that time and effort at home? How often do we sit down and say, this is how we want our home life to be. This is what I envisioned my relationship, my marriage to be, or as a parent to be. Oftentimes we don't ever discuss that. We tend to just react to what happens. And, and so uh, we can become, we can quickly get lost in that reaction mode or being a victim of circumstance because life just happens. And, and, so a, a, a big step for me and what I work with with all of my coaching clients is first and foremost is stepping back into, and creating a family vision, not just a, a parent doing this, but a whole family, whoever is under your roof, who you are living day to day with. I mean, that constitutes your family, those people that you're interacting with on a daily basis. Um, all of them are going to be impacted by what decisions you're making at home. So all of them get a say in, in what that would be. And I'm a big advocate of a family-centered home. And that means that everyone does have a voice. Does not mean that everybody has, you know, equal status in decision-making. I'm not letting my, my you know, eight-year-old make, make concrete financial decisions for the family. That being said, my eight-year-old has a voice. And because she has a voice, she also has that, has a, a, a vested interest and responsibility in her part in our family. And so when we create a family vision statement, it is such a great way to create, to 
kind of have a third party contract that says, okay, we all agreed on this. This isn't something that I as a parent is saying, well, you said you're going to clean your room. No, we talked to, to, together about, we want a, a clean space where it's not super cluttered, you know? So it, it creates a, a great third party, um, third party contract and, and understanding of where you are as a family. Um, that is, is something that can kind of be that common ground. Mm. I love it. So, yeah, good. Well, just get it. So getting clear on that, you know, that, that aligns you in that and establishes it as that, that team player. And, and a big thing on this is not getting, not being super elaborate with it. Um, you know, again, we can get super elaborate and whether this is in your business or at home, when you create that super fancy one, what happens to it? You know, you print it out and memorize it. Most of the time, um, you know, and I, I've talked with people who have done these big elaborate mission statements, they do it and then it's, oh yeah, it's it's like in my files hidden on my computer or it's back in a back drawer somewhere. And I don't remember exactly what it said. Uh, if you're not, if you can't memorize it, you're, if you don't have it as a mantra that you're not, that you aren't able to remember, then you're not applying it in your life. So keeping it short and sweet, something that is simple, that is a common ground that your family can come back to and remember what that big vision is, is so, so valuable. That keeps you all in alignment to be working together. So my free resource with this is I actually have, and I have a blog post that just really breaks down what I did, but I took it a step further and created a, a, an email series where you have a video and it's a free video that you get that walks you through. Again, not the big vision of that family vision, but step-by-step. Step. This is what you can do on day one with your family to start. And the videos are also great for even families with young children at home. I did it when my children were three, six, and nine. And so um, I talk about how to incorporate even the young children in the process. So that one's all at just mamasaysnamaste.com forward slash vision. And if you go there, then you can, uh, you can go ahead and get that email series and learn about how to create a family vision that can help you as a whole family move forward in, in alignment. Oh, I love it. So this is so true. This is so important. It's about, you know, creating that kind of accountability compared with the feeling of togetherness and, uh, and, and having that clear vision into one path. So may I ask you, uh, what is your, what is your uh, statement from your family? Yes. So for our family, what we did, and just a quick Cliff's Notes version of the idea is we start with a big brain dump. And we just asked the kids and ourselves, you know, what does family mean to you? And we drew pictures and we wrote words of all the things that resonated with us. And then from there, we pulled it into six words. And our six words are explore, respect, listen, connect, learn, and love. And those have become our mantra for everything. And so now when I have, you know, again, going back to that eight-year-old I have, you know, she's over there standing on a toy and I can go, hey, babe, what's our family vision? Explore, respect, listen, connect, learn, love. Is that respecting that toy? Oh, no, it's not. And then all of a sudden, I'm not the bad guy yelling at my child, but my child has just been reminded of something we decided that we wanted for our family. And she is able to make her own decision in that. So that's just a, a powerful way of just, you know, Something simple. Ours is six easy words. And we just actually created it into a painting that we painted together as a family. And it's up on our wall in our living room. So we see it every single day. We're reminded of this. And it's a it's another reminder of our own connection that we've been intentional about creating. I think it creates also a wonderful 
atmosphere of, of liberating, you know, your family in a way, because it's on the same time, on the same time, it's, uh, it's, it's creating the responsibility for each uh, member of the family, but also it liberates because you always can come back to it and say, okay, this is it. We agreed on that, but now feel free also to make other choices according to that. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, and you know, of course, we will put um, the, the link to, to your resource uh, in the show description. And uh, that brings me to my um, second to last question. It's uh, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience here? I, I love this one. I had to think about how to phrase it as a question and, and how do you ask the things you miss, you know? Um, and, and I really, especially as we've been talking about the big vision and the goals that we have, The question is, what is bigger than the goal? And, and that question is, what I mean by that is that we, we tend to focus on that big goal. So it's to travel or to get our six-figure income or to check off that bucket list item. Um, but we don't dig deep into why that is our goal. So even deeper than the goal itself is the desired feeling behind it. So what does that travel feel like? You know, what does it feel like to be financially stable? What would it feel like to do that thing you dreamed of doing one day? Um, and that right there, it will always remain one day until you put a date on it. So thinking in that, there are no rollover minutes in life. And I have seen so many people that have just been waiting for that one day. And by the time it arrives, you know, their relationships are lost. Their health has suffered. Opportunities have been lost. So get real with not just the goals that you have, but the feelings behind the goals that you set. And then pay attention to how you can start identifying and experiencing that feeling already in your life as you set your desires on it. And when I started to dream about my one day desire to travel, I started looking at that feeling behind travel was a feeling of awe, of being so lost in the present moment because I've experienced something new. And so what I did is I started to look for how I can incorporate that feeling of being in the present moment and awe and fascination in my life before I ever took a trip. And so I was able to identify that feeling. So pay attention to the feelings behind the goals. Set your, you know, start pacing with your, your life with those, those desires and those feelings. And please, please, if there is a one day dream, put a date on it. Wonderful, wonderfully said. So it's really aligning yourself to the experience and set a date on it. Absolutely, mm -hmm. I love it. So Ashley, when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? We experienced so many. It was a, this was a, oh man. Um, and, I, and I have to say, I think I experienced so many opportunities of goosebumps because of this intentional mindset that we have gone through and living in a space of gratitude allows me to appreciate the goosebumps of, wow, my goodness, this is just so amazing. And this is actually, this is a crazy situation that just happened this week. Um, my mother-in-law is going through old pictures and she was just weeding out family pictures and things like that. And my, my husband, Nathan, is the oldest of three boys. And being the oldest in the community, he also had, uh, he also, uh, there aren't as many pictures of just him in the family. It's, it's, you know, so many are all with his younger brothers. And so I hadn't seen very many of him as a toddler. So, um, so she's going through all these pictures. Okay. Also in my, in my um, childhood and growing up when I was a teenager, I would have a recurring dream 
And this recurring dream um, was always just the theme of this one little boy that was, um, that would come in and out of my dreams. And it was always, he was kind of, uh, just kind of, it was almost like a stray, this boy that would just kind of appear and be there for, and I knew that there was something about it, but I didn't know why. And so I always had put that in the back, in the, on the back burner and thought, you know, maybe this is a child I will one day have, or maybe there is an adoption story in our future or something along the lines of this. And, um, and then I had a little blonde haired girl and I thought, well, maybe that's it. Well, my mother-in-law starts sending us pictures and I was floored and I completely got the goosebumps as I looked at these pictures of this little boy that was the boy of my dreams. And here I was thinking that this was, you know, maybe some other symbolism or something else. And I had no idea that really looking at that, you know, this was not my son, this is my soulmate. And the, the, the images that I dreamed of as a teen way before I met him um, were, were the same images that, um, that I was now seeing in these pictures of my husband. And so that was pretty amazing. I've always felt that I've, you know, lived life with him beyond this world. And that was a pretty goose bumpy connection to, to connect that boy of the dreams to, of my past, you know, to the man that I've loved for the past 20 years now. So. Wow. Wow, Ashley, you just increased the goosebumps level here on the show 10 times at least, you know, <laughs> yes. so I'm just having the shows and I love this question. So it's always coming to, you know, you know, the connection to your family and the experiences that you have with them. So it's so important. Thank you for sharing this. Mm -hmm. So. Thank you, Ashley, for our conversation. We will put the link in the show description, of course. And it was a pleasure talking to you. And I appreciate very much your knowledge, insights, and the goosebumps you sparked in us <laughs> and you shared with us today. Yes, I, thank you so much for being on. I love the questions. And I hope that, um, you know, it's an inspiration for all of you guys to look for what is, you know, what are you dreaming of? And not just what are you dreaming of, but what does it feel like? What does that, that feeling, um, how does that sit with you? And how can you start to open the door to feeling that um, even now? And the tagline that I end my podcast on every week is, is the reminder about how we all have um, we all have our own paths. We all have our own journeys and we all have these, um, these different perspectives out there in life. And when we can really understand, you know, where we come from and also how we can, um, can see and acknowledge where other people are coming in a different way, we can really explore how the uniqueness in each of us strengthens all of us. And that's how I end my podcast. And, and I am so grateful for the opportunity to, um, to be a guest on any other podcast and to uh, share the message of uh, love and encouragement out there and to encourage all of you to shine in your best light and to really step up and, and to be that unique individual that you are and pay attention to all that gives you that fuel and that passion to, um, to shine as brightly as you can. So thank you very much for allowing another opportunity for that. Absolutely my pleasure. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, 
Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.